Hello there, everyone. Welcome to Digital Nomad Mastery, the podcast and the videocast where we teach you how to make money while traveling the world. Speaking of traveling the world, we're currently in the northern Philippines, and unfortunately, not so good Wi-Fi here, so I'm here at an internet cafe. So if you're watching the video version, it might be a little bit dark, but hey, this is all part of the Digital Nomad journey. Finding wherever, well, good Wi-Fi wherever you can. So super excited for our guest today. His name is John Marone. I just had a chance to be on John's podcast, amazing podcast, and now we're flipping around the roles. I'm the host, John's a guest. Uh, so John has an incredible backstory of overcoming uh, depression and anxiety and homelessness and drug addiction, and now to building a strong family. He has an amazing uh, uh, wife and child, and he is a growth expert, not just in your personal growth, but business growth as well, and growth in all the different areas of life. Uh, he's a speaker, he's a coach, he's a podcaster, and I'm super excited to get John to share all about how you can grow as well and live the ultimate you. So, John, uh, how are you doing today, my friend? I am doing fantastic. Long time no see. I am so excited to be on your show to really add as much value as I can to help people design a life they want to live and really connect with you again because you are a phenomenal person. And anyway, I can help you and help your audience, man. I'm I'm a hundred percent in. Let's go. John, there's very few people who can match my energy. I've been doing like 500 episodes, but John, I would say out of all of my 500 episodes, you are probably one of the highest energy people I've ever interviewed. So I'm just, I, I, I'm actually a little bit humbled here. I'm like, man, usually my guests have to keep up to me. We got to flip it around. I got to keep up to you, my friend, in terms of your energy, your enthusiasm, and your zeal for life. Yes, man. Yeah, it, it's all about enjoying every single minute that you possibly can, maximizing our minutes. And I know that energy actually helps us create better lives, believe it or not, guys. So I do things intentionally to increase my energy throughout the day, uh, to really start my day off with high amounts of energy um, and, and just really be intentional with it. But man, I love what I do. Like, remember, I used to live in a motel and live in the street and, you know, I, used, I was in jail. And I still had energy, but guess what? My energy used to be a negative energy, but I was really good at it. I had very high negative energy, and I just flipped it, wrote new rules, and now it's the positive side of things, man. Love it, love it. And you mentioned you flipped it around, so I want to actually hear your backstory. Before the interview, I had the chance to look at your website. I'm like, man, this guy's been through a lot, you know, like, and he's actually overcome it, and this is the beautiful thing about what you've gone through. You're very vulnerable and transparent, and the best thing is you've actually overcome it, and now you're able to help others but maybe facing similar challenges. So let's hear your story. I know it's a long one, but if you want to summarize in a couple of minutes. Yeah, yeah, for sure. So humble beginnings, for sure. I mean, growing up, uh, we dealt with a lot of addiction in our family. You know, there was love there, but there's a lot of addiction. There was, there was times we went without gas, times we went without, you know, electric and not knowing when the you know, next um, house we're going to move into looks like or apartment looks like, to living in a tent, to living in motels. And really, you know, like Will Smith said, it wasn't my fault what happened to me, but it was my responsibility to change it. And Ricky, I didn't change it. I, I used it as almost an excuse to be even more of a victim to then go ahead and become a drug addict myself. Um, you know, I was selling drugs. I was an addict. I was angry. I was negative. I was depressed. Um, and I was in a downward spiral. And, and it, it was almost like I, I had this wall that nobody knew because of the tough guy exterior. Nobody knew what was truly going on. And honestly, I didn't know either. And I think that's what scares me the most is I didn't even realize it to separate yourself from the environment that you're in. Well, unfortunately, I got put into a situation where I got put in jail and I got out of jail and I was living in a motel where I met my now wife. And, and like I said, it's a motel. It wasn't a hotel. It wasn't a Sheridan or you know, Marriott. It was a motel. 
hotel. And I lived there for a bit and, and I met my, my wife and, um, you know, online as we all do nowadays. And, and, and she kind of showed me, hey, look, like, you could be better than you are and I believe in you. And from there, I had little small incremental steps. And I met a gentleman, a great Christian man by the name of Pat Nacarado. And he basically turned to me and said, John, I'm going to have you help me grow my business and change the lives of, of people. It was a sales and marketing firm. And I said, okay, cool. And he goes, I need two things from you. Before I heard the two things, I said, absolutely, tell me. I didn't care what those two things were, <laughs> because I was so selfish still that I just wanted the money out of it. So no matter what the two things were, I was going to agree to it because I was getting paid. Um, and it wasn't a, a landscaping job. <laughs> and he basically had said to me, I want you to first add as much value as you can to these people and everybody around you. Everything I teach you, I want you to deliver back to everybody. I said, okay, cool. Um, and then number two, I want you to realize the life you're living is not the life you're supposed to live. This is not why God puts you on this earth. And you need to figure out why he did. I can't tell you, but you need to actually try to figure it out. And I agreed to these terms once again, because money was my main focus at that point. And two years went by and I, I made strides. You know, I, I was a little less selfish, found a little bit more of, of who I was. And then Hurricane Sandy came around and I won't get into the whole story, but we lived in New Jersey and we we're surrounded by barrier islands. And I didn't evacuate because I'm stubborn, right? <laughs> and, uh, we just got into this, this house. So we lived in a motel, apartments, finally got into a house where we actually had a yard, you know, like if we could fit more than 10 people in the house, like it was, it was awesome. And three weeks later, we got affected by Hurricane Sandy where it all really changed. That's where the shift happened. And I remember sitting in my bedroom with my family. I took my parents from their motel. We're sitting there playing Monopoly. Lights are out, but we have candles playing Monopoly. And I saw water coming through my living room. And as I got up and I walked out, and I looked outside, there was four feet of water in our front yard. And then within minutes, within minutes, it funneled through all the cracks of the foundation. And I remember my dad with a bucket. It was like a, I think it was a, a mop bucket. And he had opened the window and he's taking the stuff that's coming into the house and he's dumping it out the window and he's dumping it out the window, like not realizing, man, you're never going to win this battle. <laughs> what are you doing? Um, but we got everybody up in the attic. And when we're in the attic, I had my ladder down and the water, Ricky started rising, run by run. And you hear a thump thump, thump, and the trees coming through the roof. And it's this moment of, of, of suffocation collapse, and the water's getting higher, and the noise is getting louder from the tree. And I didn't know at that moment, but that was the shift for me. And the reason why is because I thought I was going to die. I thought it was it. I literally thought I was going to die. And I look back at my family, and I ask myself, what have I done? Why have I not prepared my life better? Why have I not made an impact in this world? What have I done? And I said something and I said impact. And I've never really made that a part of my vocabulary. And so I said, okay, if I get out of this, it's going to be impact first, income second. And long story short, we got rescued. And when I got there and I was sitting in a shelter, I realized I'm sitting in a shelter and I had a written a contract to myself and I'm a man of my word but I didn't know how to take the next step into becoming better. So from there, I went ahead and, and basically just took my first step, which was understanding I didn't know what I didn't know, and I needed to find the answers to the questions I didn't have. So I asked one person, and then it compounded. And I started becoming 
more and more curious about the things I didn't know so I could create processes and tools into my own life to become the ultimate version of myself. And for the past several years, I've been doing that daily and creating the ultimate version of myself and helping others do the same and helping them design the life they've always wanted to live. Um, and I've had amazing, amazing opportunities to stand on stages with people like Tony Robbins, um, you know, being able to speak in front of amazing people across many different industries and helping people out on, on many different bases with my coaching platforms. Uh, but it really, it all started with Hurricane Sandy, but there's a lot of little mini shifts, mini shift, mini shift. I think that was the big one. And I still tell people to this day, that's not the last shift. There's still, there's a shift here and a shift there. The shifts never end. But there was like that, that one defining moment um, that I think was probably Hurricane Sandy. And then making a move to Texas, to be honest. Getting out of my environment completely and moving to Texas where I knew nobody. Uh, my best friends were Tony Robbins, Darren Hardy, Hal Elrod, and I watched them and listened to them on a computer because I knew I needed to create a better environment um, and really manifest better relationships. And I think that was probably the biggest one, back up against the wall dead broke and really saying it's time to put my PhD, which is uh, in MIH, which is making it happen into full <laughs> force. And that's, that's kind of how it all started and, and really grateful for my obstacles. And I suggest everybody pays massive amounts of respect to all of your obstacles, even in a moment, it's going to make a big difference. What a story. Thank you for sharing. I didn't actually know about that moment, uh, you know, that near-death uh, experience. Uh, so thank you for sharing it with the audience here. So there might be someone who's going through something similar in terms of drug addiction, in terms of depression, in terms of suicidal uh, thoughts and beliefs, attempts. Uh, but they, they don't want to wait for Hurricane Sandy, and they don't want to wait for that near-death experience. They want to overcome it. What would you say to that person who is in the midst of that uh, difficulty, but they want to overcome it, but they don't know how. Great question. And you're right. Don't wait for Hurricane Sandy. Don't wait for you to OD. Don't wait for you to finally go ahead and get yourself into the hospital. Stop waiting because this life is a miracle, man. And like 400 trillion to one are the odds of you being born. So the life you're living right now is not the life you're supposed to live. And now that you've realized that, now what do you do, right? The first step is being vulnerable. Be vulnerable and understand that you aren't where you need to be and you're okay with finding out the answers. Number two, find a why. I don't care if that why is money right now. I don't care if it's something bigger and more grand, but get deep into your why. Number three is you have a limited belief. That's what's holding you back. Your limited belief of something. You're not good enough. You know, you can't make that kind of money. You know, if you make this shift, you're gonna fail. Maybe somebody has said something to you. And all limited belief is, is a thought. A thought that you have thought so many years or somebody has told you so many times that now it's a part of your nervous and your belief system and it's a false reality. The good thing is, is you could change it. You created it, whether it came externally or internally, but you created it, which means you can eliminate it and create another belief. And once you realize what that belief is, you have to dig deep. I want you to sit back. I want you to picture yourself five years and think about if you don't overcome that limited belief, what does your life look like? Get granular. I'm talking about, I need you to sit there in a the meditation mode. I have a song that I can send to people if you want um, that will help them kind of go into this meditation mode and really visualize what does 
my life look like? What does a dinner table look like? What does my bank account look like? Do I have one? Do I, what does my, the faces around me look like? Are they friendly? You know, what, 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 what does my job look like? Do I have one? Do I have a family? Like, get so granular. It should make you cry, cry because it's so scary. And then go 10 years out. And it needs to make you cry. It just has to. Because it should be scary about if you don't overcome it, what your life will look like. Then come back into reality. Then say, when I, when I, when I, repeat those, when I overcome this limited belief, now in five years, what does a dinner table look like? Are the people laughing? Are the people hugging? What does your bank account look like? What's the feeling you get when you wake up now? Now 10 years. Do you have kids? Are you able to you know, go ahead and actually go to their games and really, really dive deep into the pleasure side? There's only two, two reasons why we make decisions as humans. Two reasons. Pain or pleasure. I need you to find both. I need you to find pain in your current situation and what it looks like in 10 years. Then I need you to find pleasure in five years and 10 years when you overcome it. Once you do those things, the biggest part is taking massive, aggressive, annoying action every single day because that pain hurts too much and that pleasure is too damn good not to go after. That is how you do it. That's how you start and that's how you continue it day in and day out with discipline and consistency with that action, action, action. Be annoying with it. I have never heard of action described as annoying. I love it. <laughs> Take massive, aggressive, and annoying action. Yes, it is. It's annoying for you sometimes to take that much action, and it's annoying for others because they're seeing you take that much action. So, yes, make it annoying. <laughs> Hashtag annoying, yes. Can't hear you, brother. Oh, yeah. Sorry, I had muted myself. Apologies. You're all good. So you've created something called the ultimate you. And within this model, you have the six components, the six equities. Tell us about that. How did you come up with this idea? And tell us about the breakdown. Yes, great, great. I'm glad we're bringing this up because I, I truly think we're all made up of six equities. Okay, we're made up of our personal life, which is our personal goals and things of that nature. We're made up of our relationships. We're made up of our health, our spirituality, our business or career, and our finances. And what happens is we focus on one or two, leaving the other side or the other things not touched, which is why a lot of people live an unbalanced life, right? Because they're focusing over here and they're so doing well, but what about their health, right? Or they focus over here, but what about their relationship? So what I've realized through all my years of coaching and even, you know, going ahead and doing my own self-reflection is that we focus too much on one area for too long. Yes, we have to have priorities, but why can we not focus on all the equities at the same time? Because it's what people said we can't do, it's too much, it's false. I have, I have paper that I fill out, I don't know if you guys could see it, but every week I fill this thing out. And it's, it's my six equities, and it's one big thing for each equity. All I want is one big thing to get progression, because progression is truly what success is, right? And, and it's not a landing spot, it's that, that journey. So I created through all my years of all my studies, studying under the best and the brightest minds in the world, implementing these things into my own life, I created an online course so others can replicate the turnaround, the change that I made and whatever that is for them. They may need more help in relationships than they need in health, but guess what? You still need to make sure you're progressing in health, not just to just focus on relationships. So the ultimate you is built around creating the ultimate version of yourself 
in all six equities so you could design a life you want to live and truly, truly have an abundance of whatever it is you want. And then we add in two group coaching calls every single month, which is insane. So we talk about a topic depending on what it is. Like I just had a topic on leader. How do you live as a leader and not act like a leader? Hmm. And it's funny because I, I don't have these topics planned out. I, I think it needs to come from here. It needs to come from my energy, what's around me in the moment, because that's when it's going to come across and make the biggest impact. Not this manufactured, unauthentic stuff that you see out there. And I actually did the leader one because I watched a movie called The Miracle Season, which I'm not going to say I cried, but I, I may have. Okay, I may have. And, and so you have this whole course online that you go through at your own pace. We have two group coaching calls that gives you a topic and then 30 minutes for a Q&A to discuss your biggest obstacle that if you overcame it, you'd be able to maximize your week and truly be better today than you were yesterday. And it's really my life's work, I guess you could say, all bundled up, up into a course. Um, and it, it's absolutely my baby. And the results we're get, we are getting, it, like I just got an actual phone call. Not many people call you anymore to tell you that it's working. So that you know, I get tons of messages. I got a phone call and a voicemail. Now I'm kind of glad I didn't answer because now I can replay it every time, you know, you feel like you have some self-doubt because everybody does. And she just talked about, the importance of me and the system being in her life and being able to have these tools to now design the life she wants to live. And it goes much deeper than that. But, um, you know, it, it's, it's connecting people on that call at a deeper level. The course is there to go at your own pace, but the call is there to really give you that jump start for the week and, and help you progress daily. Beautiful, and I love the, the system you created, even the, the sheet you showed us, and uh, you know, the, obviously of the course and the, the uh, group sessions, et cetera. Tell us about this balance area, because so many of us struggle with work-life balance, including myself, including most moms and dads in terms of juggling, uh, you know, like you mentioned, spirituality and health and personal life and relationships and money and business and making sure your wife's happy, making sure your kid is uh, uh, attended to. How do you do it? How do you balance all these multiple areas? So I call it work-life integration versus work-life balance. Mm-hmm. If you think right. about balance, like you're teetering, right? And work-life integration, yeah, they come together, right? They, they absolutely come together. And that's what creates the ultimate you. So how do you do it? It starts with understanding that you're in control over your day. Your day's not in control over you. So a lot of people, we live in this chaotic day where the day gets away from us. No, 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 no. You, you allowed it to. You allowed the day to get away from you. So the best way to integrate it is there's a few steps. I mean, it goes a lot deeper. There's a few steps I would suggest. Number one is plan your week. Plan your week. Like I do in every equity, understand what two by fours are going to be coming your way. Because if you're looking and you go to the gym every day at 12 o'clock, let's say, because that's a part of what you do. And it's a part of your lifestyle. But there's all of a sudden a meeting at 12 o'clock on Wednesday. And on Sunday, if you knew that, you could have changed your workout schedule to make it happen at another time. So you plan your week out and you, as I call it your progression plan for the week. And then daily waking up on the F's, wake up early enough to be in a creative mode and take 30 minutes minimum for yourself to take eight hours for everybody else. I take an hour where I don't touch my phone in the morning and it's an hour to be by myself, to personally develop myself. I read the Daily Stoic. I read 200 Ways to Shift Your Thinking. I watch a podcast. I listen to a YouTube video, whatever it might be that I need in that moment. And I take an hour for myself so I can take eight hours for everybody else. 
Then I take clarity breaks throughout the day. Talk about my energy being so high. One thing to keep my energy high, affirmations. Look at me when I'm doing my affirmations. You think I'm about to go play in the biggest game of my life, like the Super Bowl. Because guess what, Ricky? Every day is the damn Super Bowl. Every day is the most important day. Every day. It may be family day, but it's the most important day because I'm here. And so, so I get excited about it. I open up the, the, uh, the door to the shower, and I come out like I'm running through a tunnel. You know what I mean? About to run into Dallas Cowboys Stadium. And uh, <laughs> yeah, it looks like Ray Lewis out there and, uh, for all my football fans. <laughs> and that's what I look like. And, and it's because my affirmations start me on high energy. But to continue it, I don't drink tons of coffee throughout the day. I have one cup. And, and once in a blue moon, I'll have like a Red Bull or something like that. Like, it, you know, that's random. But I drink water and a lot of it it detoxes me it brings my level of energy up it gives me more clarity and more focus so that's another thing i do to help me be more you know energized as well as take clarity breaks um and and, and taking clarity breaks take 15 minutes here and there i have it in my calendar so really to have that well-balanced life understand what your week looks like every morning have time to yourself Create a must-crush-it list. I have a whole document that I create, the must-crush-it list, with the conversations you want to have today, not just tasks, conversations and what you want the outcome to be. And then going ahead and looking at your calendar and living and dying by it and putting it so strategic. I'm talking about social media. Stop scrolling and put it in your calendar 30 minutes. But 30 minutes to go talk to uh, you know, other influencers, 30 minutes to reach out to old friends, 30 minutes to do your own post, whatever. You be strategic with it and be intentional with every minute. Be intentional with every minute of your day and you will get more time back to be more balanced and integrate these things because you're going to find more time to put the other equities and tasks and other equities into your day if you're more intentional from front to end, from Sunday to Saturday, from five to nine. If you're intentional and you do it with focus, you'll get more done in less time and you'll be able to truly be engaged in that moment, which is what life's about. I love this whole idea of uh, work-life integration. I've never heard it put this way. I'm going to start using that. I don't know if you copyrighted or trademarked it, but I'm going to borrow that and start using it as well. Because Yes, like, I, have, I haven't done it yet, but if you do, you just got to pay me royalties. Roll there, there you go. I'll be like, <laughs> my, uh, every time I say it, I'll be like, work-life integration, my buddy's gone. Work-life integration. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, definitely a great uh, way of spinning it around, and I love your, your insights there. I love the whole thing about the affirmations. I can actually picture you running from your shower like, and then uh, going into the bedroom and like cheering like the, the like literally you have uh, this like philosophy that every day is your best day yet and you're living like that and that's an incredible philosophy and a way to live uh, so what are the other resources you have to equip people and help them build up the ultimate you is your podcast tell us about your podcast uh, you've interviewed several different guests including myself tell us about uh, what made you start podcasting of all the different you know, blogging, social media, YouTube, why podcasting? Yeah, and, and, and so the podcast is called The Power of Progression. Guys, when you're done with this, go subscribe. Um, but Power of Progression podcast. The reason I started it is because you know, I speak on many stages across the country, and, and, and I have a lot of people in the ultimate you, but I need to reach the masses. I need to change the lives of as many people as possible. And podcast is a great platform to do that now, as well as, I understand there's a lot of fluff out there, man. There's just so many things out there that people can go listen to and get information. But to me, it's not about the information. It's about the implementation. 
So the Power of Progression podcast is about giving you actionable tools so you can implement immediately to be better today than you were yesterday. And yeah, we're gonna have inspiring stories like yourself, we have Chris Harder on there, Danny Morrell, Hal Elrod, Nick Nanton, Patrick Bet David, some amazing influencers on there that are gonna share their stories to motivate you. But in between all that, we're gonna give you actionable things so you could truly have a pen and paper, right? Pen and paper while listening to a podcast or notes on your iPhone, whatever it might be, and take down actionable notes. So when you're done listening to it, you could truly start designing the life you want to live. You want to live with all these tools and insights and best practices, versus just having a conversation and listening to it with there being no clear direction on what to do next. It's like going to a conference, Ricky. It's kind of why I started it, and what I do at my conferences when I speak. You go to this conference amped up, energized, and you get an amazing presentation. Maybe here this guy's an amazing. He has an amazing story, and you write down some notes. Then you leave the conference, you're amped up, you're high energy, you obviously borrowed the energy from him because it's contagious, and you're doing great for the first day, then you're like looking at your notes and you're like, what did I, I don't even know, I don't even know what I wrote, I don't even know how to start. Like there's no start, to, there's no plan. So you take that and you put it into your drawer and your energy starts getting depleted by all the negative influences and people calling you crazy. And then you find yourself back at that conference a year later and you're on repeat. And I don't want that to happen. Like, if I can give you enough knowledge in one session for you to never listen to me again, but it changed your life, by all means, I did my job. Like, that, that, I'll tell you, it's going to take more than one session to continually do it, but I did my job. And, 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 I, and I reached my purpose and my mission, which is helping others design the life they want to live. And so the podcast allows me to do that and give you more than just fluff, more than just inspiring and motivating stories, but actionable, tangible things to take immediate action on with vulnerability from myself and guests like you um, to, to, for them to truly create the ultimate version of themselves and design the life they want to live. Uh, and like I said, it's a power of progression podcast and we have a ton of fun over there and really just, it's just about real being real and, and being in the moment and making sure people have some actionable things to do after the podcast. And it's not just a feel good cheerleader podcast. It's a feel good and being able to, really take action afterwards, which is the most important part where people miss. And it's like when people ask me, John, what book should I read? I don't know. What's your problem? Uh, if I give you a book and I don't know your problem, I, you're going to waste your time reading. And more importantly, how many books have you read and not taken action on? Mm -hmm. so let's start with one book. What's your problem? Here's the, here's the book or the podcast. Now go take action and come back when you do that for two weeks, 30 days, whatever the action steps are. Yeah, definitely encourage everyone to uh, subscribe there over there on iTunes and different podcast directories because if you love John's energy on this particular episode, you're going to love him for all the episodes he does as well. So, John, I, I always love asking my guests about the future. So, you've already created the ultimate you, but it's still a work in progress. You're going to keep doing the ultimate you until you hit the pearly gates. So, tell us about what does the future hold for yourself in terms of your life, your family, your business, uh, your coaching, your speaking, your podcasting, and more. It, and that's a great question. I ask all my clients the same thing and kind of get this like look on their face like, uh, I don't know. I want to make more money. I want to live better. <laughs> right? And, and we talk about our podcast. Like, let's get specific. Let's get super, super specific and goals can change. So what the future looks like for John Marone, you know, we can sit here all day and talk about it. But the end result is providing my family with the deepest, most incredible experiences this world has to offer, like you're doing, brother, and doing it while helping others do the same. 
So the ultimate you, obviously the coaching and being on stages across the country speaking, I love doing that because it, it's, it truly is helps me, it helps me reach the masses in that minute, right? For an hour, I get to talk to 1,000, 5,000, 10,000 people. And that is powerful. So what does John Moran look like in the future? It depends on what year we're looking at. But if you were to say overall, it's for the ultimate you to change thousands upon thousands of lives every single, every single decade. And then making sure that I'm speaking to at least, at least 100,000 people a year changing their life while giving my family the abundance of joy, love, and money and asking for nothing in return and making people understand that the life you want to live, it's out there. You just need to figure out what that looks like and go get it. And sitting back and when it all is said and done, what I, I, I'm more, um, more thinking about is not just when, when you know, I'm a little bit older. I think about when I'm gone, man. I think about when my kids' kids are still here. I want the John Marone name to be a true legacy, like the Jim Rohns, right? Like, like, like Tony Robbins is going to be, right? Like um, so many others out there that have changes where John Maxwell is going to be. Like these people that have not just changed lives, but changed generations. And that's what I want. Because every person you look at, somebody came in that family and it's them and said, I will no longer let this family be pushed down and dragged out. And I am and the, the person to do that for my last name. And I'm not saying that out of cockiness or anything. I'm saying that because it's time. And I'm going to put the weight on my shoulders. And I'm going to carry it through. And then I hope my daughter does the same thing. And I hope her kids do the same thing to create them her own legacy as a generational life-changing, life-altering, value-adding name. And that's when I can look down and say, my purpose, I see it. And it is being, every single day, being lived by. You already started this, uh, John, with your coaching, your speaking, your podcasting, uh, impacting hundreds if not thousands of lives already. So I definitely wish you the best in this uh, uh, vision that's already happening, my friend. Uh, so in conclusion, how can people connect with you? You got uh, your website, obviously. You got your social media. You got your podcast. Tell us about all the ways people can reach out, connect, and find out more. Yeah, so you can find me at Real John Marone. So it's not at the. It's at Real John Marone. M-A-R-R-O-N-E. Um, and you can find me on all social media platforms that way. You can also go to my website, johnmarone.com. And that way, you can go ahead and look at my programs that I have. If you're looking for a speaker, you can go ahead and look at all the information about hiring me to speak. Uh, but johnmarone.com will have all my programs. I uh, will have all the different platforms you can come aboard on as a member um, of the Ultimate You, the Freedom Formula, and so on. Um, also, reach out and let me know if you have any questions. It's john at johnmarone.com. So if you have any questions, obviously email me. But go to my podcast. Go to my podcast, The Power of Progression, on what Whatever kind of platform you use, iTunes, Spotify, whatever it might be, subscribe, please, listen, download, write a review if you like it, if you love it, um, you know, your takeaway on it, and then share it. Share it out because my mission and my goal is to be, seriously, this, I know, like we talked about on my, on my podcast, I want to be a top-rated podcast across the whole entire plat, uh, podcast game. I want to rank number one. And the only way for me to do that 
is for people like your viewers and my viewers and our community to come together and make it a reality. And that's what I want to do. So go to my podcast, Power Progression. Go to my website, johnmarone.com, or find me on social media, at RealJohnMarone. And that's how you're going to find me. There you go. Make it happen. Make it happen. Uh, yes. I'm all about supporting other dads, other entrepreneurs, other podcasters, other speakers and coaches. So it's all about that support, the collaboration and uh, helping out. So John, uh, thanks again, my friend. I'll have the links below and we'll catch up with you soon. See you later, guys. Have a good one. Have a good one. Uh, so once again, make sure you connect with John. I'll have his website, johnmarone.com and Real John Marone across social media. Of course, Power of Progression as well. Uh, make sure you grab a copy of his course. I mean, it sounded phenomenal when he was describing it. And, uh, you know, plug in to John's energy because I love it. I love it. I love it. Uh, so thanks, everyone. I will catch up with you guys in the next episode of Digital Nomad Mastery.